How long have you been in the Navy? Oh, me blow me life. I'm Jamie Britt. And I'm Heath Britt. And together we are E14. We have 40 years of naval service. And each week we discuss a potpourri of topics, which we like to call smoke pit topics. These are real world topics that concern us, our marriage, and our Navy with a sailor twist. So join us each week as we dive into the deep end. Booyah! Welcome back to E14 Podcast. I'm Jamie Britt. And I'm Heath Britt. And together we are E14. So this is actually the Sailor's Voice Live. And typically what we do on the Sailor's Voice Live is we go out in town, find a sailor doing their thing and... Ambush them. <laughs> ambush them. <laughs> ask them leadership questions. But the topic today is such an important topic that we wanted to go ahead and... and and let our guests prepare, but instead of ambushing <laughs> her, but today we have ABE2 Robinson. Hey guys. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, this is, so speaking of today's topic, it is a tough topic. So let me go ahead and put a disclaimer out there, okay? Yes. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast and on this live video are those of our own and not the United States Navy or our respective commanders. So take it or leave it. Right. <laughs> and I beg you, please don't NJP my ass. <laughs> Seriously, I don't have, I don't need that. All right. So the reason why I say this is such a sensitive topic, we're going to be talking about the CNO's message on extremism. Um, it, it brings up a lot of feelings on both sides. So we're going to just bring this out and we want you, our listeners to comment, let us know your thoughts on it and, um, you know, it's just such an important topic that needs to be discussed that we didn't want to just do this on the fly or, or right. we want to really take our time yeah. and go with it. Mm -hmm. So Heath, do you want to read the actual um, CNO's message? That I way will. we can all be on the same page. Everybody bear with me. I have a Louisiana education, <laughs> so I'm going to do my best. This is from the CNO. <clears throat> Shipmates. I am certain the vast majority of men and women in the United States Navy serve with honor, character, and integrity. But we cannot be under any illusions that extremist behaviors do not exist in our Navy. Just in the past few weeks, there have been two separate incidents where symbols of hate and violence are anonymously left in living space and living areas aboard ships in our fleet. The chain of command took both of those incidents seriously and immediately launched investigations which are ongoing, but there is more we must do together because the, these symbols are contrary to our naval, Navy culture, core values, and warfighting effectiveness. As directed by the Secretary of Defense and across the fleet, each command will conduct a stand down by April 6, 2021 to address extremism within our ranks. We must better understand the scope of the problem, get after the issue and eliminate conduct that is driven by extremist beliefs. No doubt this is a leadership issue. We will own this. As a Navy uniform and civilian active and reserve, we cannot tolerate extremist behavior of any kind. We must engage in open and honest conversations with each other and take action. Leaders at all levels must lead by example. You must set the tone. You must model correct behavior 24-7, 365 in person and online. We also have a responsibility to educate and inspire those in the Navy, those coming into the fleet 
and those leaving our service and extremist behavior is unacceptable. Hate and extremist ideology are wedges that divide us. These actions stroke resentment and tear down and tear others down. This, that's the opposite of how we will treat each other as shipmates. We build each other up, we encourage each other and we celebrate our shipmate success. We do not eliminate extremist behaviors from our Navy. Then racism, injustice, indignity and disrespect will grow and continue to keep us from reaching our potential <clears throat> and exclusive respectful professional fighting force that answers the nation's call. We must first question the intentions of our shipmates standing the watch with us now and especially when taking fire. We will fail when the nation needs us most in combat. Some sailors may think their voices do not matter right now or feel frustrated seeking to be seen and be heard. But let me be clear, each of your voices matter. This stand down is another in our effort to listen, learn and improve. Now this is the time for us to come together and be guided by a strong moral compass. We must eliminate extremist behavior and its co coercive effects on the fighting force. And we must remember that we swear an oath to support and defend the constitution above all else. Today and every day, our Navy must be a shining example of an organization centered on respect, inclusive of all. Simply put, we must demand of each other and we treat everyone with dignity and respect. That is how we will become a stronger Navy. Man. So not only is our nation dealing with this at this time, but I need a drink. I need a drink for this topic. <laughs> no, but it's a strong it's, one. You know, so many times we think that when we're in the Navy, that whatever the nation is going through, it kind of doesn't apply to Right, us. like we're exempt. Like it we're doesn't like happen. We're in this right. whole bubble. We're right. all shipmates. And it's, you know, it's all wonderful. And, yeah. and, and honestly, I think the majority is, is the truth. Like the CNO said, most of us are. Right. But there's always... A, a few assholes out there that can't get over their own selves. That's true. Yeah. I mean, and the symbols of hate. I mean, did you look it up and see what the incidents were? Yes. Oh, you did. Awesome. I did. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, a lot of us are like, well, we just see all blue and there's no division in the Navy. But the reality is if it's happening at one command or two commands or whatever, then it could happen anywhere. And we all need to be prepared on how to deal with it and how to recognize it. Right. And it's important as leaders to uh, squash it. Yeah. It's got to be squashed. And it's got to be uh, faced with harsh and swift punishments. Uh, I just don't think there's a place for it. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Rob. Um, so the two incidences, um, one was a noose that was found on the ship hanging from a African-American service member's rack. And the other one was hate speech that was found written on the wall of the ship. Wow. So, I mean, these hate symbols stem back from like the 1940s, right? right. A noose. And I even said this today at work. I was like, we're still using. Like, who does that anymore? Yeah. yeah who yeah, does yeah. that anymore? And I was it's like, old news. You That's, were yeah. like, no, it's it happens, right. happening. It's happening so, every day, more than, obviously, more than it should, because it should never happen. But. Yeah. And I, to me, it's more critical because on a ship we live we live together 
we eat together. Do we work together. together. It's not like we go, we get, we out to see and we go home at the end of the day. Right. No, we, we hop in the rack next to another guy. Yes. You know, it could be, he could be, you could be white. He could be purple, green, black, or brown. I mean, right. it could be anybody. We don't, it shouldn't matter. Right. It's, it's somebody that, that we trust to, to cover our six mm -hmm. in, in, in a tight situation or in a bad right. situation. And I tell you what, if I have a, if I'm a, if I'm a, a black guy and I got a guy hanging a noose from my, Rack. I'm not going to trust that guy when the no, when it not. hits the fan. No, it harness or you know it could make it bad. Like the whole morale of the ship is terrible. That you one know, little it divides incident. us completely. Yeah, and on the ship is when you guys need to be tight, tight because tight. anything could happen. Like brothers and yeah, sisters, exactly. right? Exactly. So, like even um, thinking about wow, I worked with that guy. You know, you're like mm -hmm. whoever yeah. it was. Wow, I worked with that. You guy. never knew and it. Never knew it. <laughs> right. You know, and I can't believe it. You know, and, and just kind of separating the ship, like everybody's looking over their shoulder. Right, because it's not going to be between them two now. It's everybody in the ship. Yeah. You know, well, who else is like this? It spreads or, like a virus. You know, exactly. So. Yeah. Wow. I just want to put out that E14 podcast. I know, and I speak with a lot of my brethren and sisters and uh, brothers and sisters in the military. We do not extremists of any type are bad. They're mm -hmm. like a cancer that eat away at our society, eat away yeah. at our Navy, yeah. eat away at our military. And it, there's not a place for it. I don't care Agreed. what it is. There's not a place for it. And we have a comment here. Great conversation to be had. I think that the hard thing when dealing with extremism is how just what types of extremism are we talking about? And it is such an easy area to let emotions and sides of the aisle play into what is viewed as extremism just speaking honestly. And it really does uh, become a division when you yeah. have, so I can understand commands having this apprehension of, oh my gosh, we've got to have a stand right, This awkward conversation. Yes. <laughs> How do we bring it up? And Ooh. we're going to have this obvious division mm -hmm. when you have it because there's people that believe one way and there's people right. that believe another. You know, I, I you, you have a very good point and it's sensitive, but nobody nobody twisted your arm to sign that dotted line right. and join up. Yeah. So if you're not if you're not down, then get the hell out. Exactly. If you're not down, row. You can carry your ass because I don't need it. I don't want to be in charge or be in or have somebody in charge of me. Right. That, no, 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 I don't want to work with way. them. No, if I want to be around them. Feel, then, I want to be around them. They don't need to be in our know, name. Exactly. Carry your ass. I'm, I'm, you know, get out. Yeah, I mean it's true. It's 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 such a divisive topic, mm -hmm. and I can understand that there are a lot of leaders are just kind of thinking like, well, who else would they go about this? You know, um, and I think that the only way, and this is my opinion, <laughs> is to throw that elephant out in the room. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, that's the only way. And it's like it's only it's everybody's not a, mind. A slow way to bring yeah. it up, or a you know, try to beat around the bush. Right. Just you have to just do it. Just do it. And, you know, it's on everybody's mind. I think there's a lot of people that want to talk about it more than you think. Yes. And, and I think that, that all it takes is that one guy to bring it up in a, in a, in a controlled right. environment. <laughs> See, I think that's also what they're, they're nervous about. It's that it's going to create, it's going to bring a lot of stuff to light and that might create more division or hurt feelings or, exactly. or whatnot. And, right. you know, it's a lot to deal with, especially in the Navy and the military. Right. Um, they try to avoid that type of stuff. So. Yeah. You know, and the CNO even pointed that out. He said, hate divides us. Mm -hmm. And I think even Martin Luther King said, mm -hmm. you know, uh, hate cannot drive out hate. 
in, and we talked about this at work today because we actually had a mini stand down. We had a good conversation. Own, yeah. But it is hate that is still that is that is passed down from generation mm -hmm. to generation to generation. And yeah. you know, everybody kind of spoke on their background. You know, me being Hispanic. You know. And then we look at people's skin color. And me and Rob always <laughs> laugh because we're both recruiters, okay? And we'll walk into a school and people will speak to me versus speak to her. And I'm more white. She's half white. <laughs> I am half white. <laughs> she has no white in her at all, zero. but it's literally based on the color of my skin where, and it's noticeable. Right. They will go straight, straight to her and ask her all the questions and I'm, you know, I'm sitting there like, <laughs> you know, I'm not there at all, you know? you know? And I am Hispanic and I do have light skin, but nobody, I mean, like if I was a darker Hispanic woman, right. I don't think that they would hear that. But it's just so funny because um, we look at the color of a skin and not even know right. where that person came from. Right. And not even just their skin, it's our sex. Mm -hmm. You know, if we go with a male, one of our male recruiters, kids will go, a lot of the male kids, right. even the females, you know, they'll go talk to him all day because they feel like he's the the image of, of the, military. Of the Navy or you know, the military, the, yeah. right. right. And before they come talk to me and her and we'll have more knowledge than, than yeah, he does, you know. Would, yeah. <laughs> but right. it's just, it's crazy, yeah. Well, you know, a lot of people, especially around around here, they're not, we're not like in San Diego or Virginia where a fleet concentration area, a lot of these people don't know. Right. I mean, you... Y'all might be the first people they seen in uniform in, in a true. long time. They don't. Yeah, I know. I didn't. True. Never saw anybody in the military where I grew right. up in Central Louisiana. Nothing. We had an army base maybe forty five minutes away. But yeah, I didn't see anybody in mil in uniform either. So right. when I do go home and I wear my uniform, you know, people are staring oh, yeah. at me like, oh, yeah. "What?" Like, I don't have to pay for anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah. Tell, tell the story about when the church got down here with the gas station. Oh yeah. So um, I was in my gov car. So obviously, you know. I was in uniform and I was getting out to pump gas, you know, minding my own business. And this older gentleman, um, he's white, he pulled up behind me and he was just kind of staring at me. And I was like, you know, I wonder why is he looking at right. me like this? So he was <laughs> like, well, that's interesting. That's all he said. And I was like, well, what's interesting, sir? He was like, you're in the military? And I said, yes, sir. He was like, since pretty much like since when did women serve? Like, right. So I was like, well, it's been a long time now. <laughs> you know, I work with a lot of females, you know. And then he was like, and a black woman at that. And I was like, I, it just baffled me because I'm like, it's 20, it happened in 2019, maybe. I was like, it's 20, it's 2019. Like, do you even watch TV? You know, like, I've been in the Navy for a hot minute and I've never not been stationed <laughs> with females or black females. Right. I've it always been just, stationed. It, it literally blew my mind. I, I couldn't, obviously, you know, I'm in uniform. So right, I was like, well, have a good day, sir. <laughs> I got in my gov. What and can you I, say, right? You know, I said something else in my gov, but I'll just drove away because yeah. I was like, I can't believe that just happened. Like, Where were you at? Mind. Were you around here? Yeah, area? I was in, um, off of, like, where female town center, that racetrack oh, over there. Okay. And it just, yeah, it blew my mind because I was like, well. And this is so close to New Orleans. Yeah. Man, you I, would I, think. I, I, um, I I can't believe it, it baffles me. It's just, um, and we, we throw the word ignorant out there a lot in, in different contexts. Mm -hmm. And I think um, now that might be fall under the context. Of oh, yeah, he ignorance. was ignorant. Yeah. Just plain and simple. <laughs> he just didn't ignorant, know better. Ignorant, old. <laughs> yeah. He, his mind was stuck back in 
like the 40s, 50s. Are you a wave? I've seen that post. Are you yeah. a wave? Are you a wave? What? No, you don't have that. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, they probably joined. They probably uh, joined in World War II. They think. Right. They exactly. think anything evolved since then. Yeah, you know, but you know, we were talking about the word ignorant, mm -hmm. and when it comes to defining yeah. these these guys, and um, one of the guys that we work with, he asked a question out of curiosity mm -hmm. about Trayvon Martin, which happens to be. The anniversary of his hearing today the death is today oh, i believe the death. and he asked the question and like what happened to like whatever happened to the what was the outcome, oh, what was much? The outcome of, the, of the case and he got called ignorant and i was like well that's not fair right we yeah. can't know everything about everything you know agreed right so I think they should be careful with the ignorant word, but you know, right. instead of just being immediately offended, offended, or... it's more of well, let me explain it to you. Right. Let and me help right. you understand. And that's perfectly acceptable. So that you can take that knowledge and and know it. You know, yeah. that's all. You, it's, it's so simple. <laughs> you know, just like you said, you can't drive out hate with hate. Right. You know, if somebody right. does not know something, I'm perfectly fine. You know, people they ask me all the time certain questions about you know, sexuality, gender, race, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, you didn't know that? Well, this is what, this is what it is. Yeah. Instead of being like, well, you're ignorant because you don't know everything about everything, yeah. you know? That's right. what I brought up. The, I was like, well, do you know what the square root of 574 is? No, you're ignorant. You know? <laughs> right, right. It's the same thing. Exactly. Right. You know? So if they're asking the question, they're interested mm -hmm. in learning. And they're trying to understand. Exactly. And, so, and you have to respect that. Encourage it. I respect it. Yeah. You know, at least they care enough to want to know mm -hmm. instead yeah. of just immediately dismissing it. Like, well, who cares what happened? Right. Instead, he was like, well, what happened? Somebody explained it to me. And I did. I explained it to him today. And he was like, wow, I look at it a whole different right. view now. And I was yeah. like, yeah, that's all it took. <laughs> right. Just like this, you know. <laughs> instead of just attacking him. Exactly. And again, it's because of the color of the skin, it all boils down to uh, the color of the skin that we attack each other for mm -hmm. different things. And we, we just think that we know that person or what they Their background for, just because, right. Because of the color of their skin. And there's a lot of talking all over the media too that don't help things. You know, it's just tension. It is. A lot of it's tension. A lot of it is people um, watch the news. The news is not always the best uh example of somebody's Absolutely character <laughs> honestly i i try to avoid it to be honest right you know i watch a little bit of everything trying to get a, a perfect medium right. the best i can but it doesn't help it doesn't. that's why I do the research on your own mm -hmm. yeah. talk to somebody strike up a conversation that's what i love about here is that you can go talk to anybody people and are open right. and they're very open and they're really nice and <laughs> then you can like, in the south you know yeah <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. You have no idea what this person's name is, but they just explained everything. And you're just like, oh, okay. Wow. And just, yeah. yeah stop. Even with, but with COVID, so this is the ultimate, like with us being all separated mm -hmm. and not able to open up in these conversations, it has created, and then we're all watching TV. And so then we all slowly just get, you know, very, very separated. Right. And it's just create like, this mindset to where it's like, so then when you do yeah. meet up, like even just at work, you know, it's the tension can still you're be already, there because your, your mind's made up. You've yeah. watched the news. You have you're your already opinion. pissed off about something. Right. And then, and then on top of COVID, everyone's already pissed off. Right. Right. Like, especially, you know, especially, so, in the, especially in the natives. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, no, but, um, <laughs> you know, just like we, 
know someone saying they like your red t-shirt oh thanks <laughs> uh, the Nike so outlet, it was like 15 area. bucks. <laughs> uh, Just a little no, plug. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. We give them half our paychecks. Yeah, right. <laughs> but no, uh, back to what we were talking about with the COVID thing, you know, he had COVID mm-hmm. in November. And in that two weeks, he was locked up in a room. He was paranoid. I went batshit crazy. I bet. No, I thought there. I, I thought the most extreme things about everything. <laughs> I mean, I thought like I don't. I don't want to get into it, but I was crazy. Uh, I mean, even the first when when COVID first hit, and our command said everyone works from home. Yeah, I was by the first week. I was like, this is easy. I love this. Oh yeah, I'm relaxing. I took it's a, great. But I, then the second week hit, and I'm like. When can we go back to the office? I just need human interaction. I just right. want to talk. I just want to see somebody. Are you a social butterfly? Right. No, <laughs> I am. But like, the first day we all got back in the office, we were like, like hey, what's going on? What have you been up to? I know Jamie remembers we took that picture. The kids were kayaking and we were on the, I was smoking a cigar. We were having a drink and uh, we took a picture with the kids in the background. Yeah, this quarantine shit's terrible. Right. And I was like, well, yeah, but once it, like, it was in the it beginning, it was, it was scary. Because yeah. in the beginning, it was like, you know, if you get it, you're dead. It right. was just like, well, whoa, you know. So yeah. it was, you know, we didn't go out, even in nature, when you're by yourself. But like, we can do that because you're by right. yourself. Right. You're not around a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But it was like, a lot of people don't do that regularly. Right, right. We had to learn how to do extra stuff in COVID because we're yeah. quarantined. You know, I didn't go out in nature before COVID hit. Right. But then COVID's here and I'm like, well, there's nothing else to do. I love so nature. I'm going to bring my dog <laughs> on a hike. <laughs> you know? And then you find peace with that. It and is. you're just like, well, you know. Yeah, why didn't I do it? Therapeutic. Yeah, why didn't I do yeah. it before? Right. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I wouldn't have started this podcast probably if it wasn't for COVID. Hey. So COVID is a little, little positive. Yeah. 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 But, you know, as we were watching TV and, and the pandemic was at its height, then broke out the, uh, the protest, mm-hmm. you know. And, you know, just a little sidebar, I am Ralph's mentor. The best mentor. (laughs) And so she's getting ready to go to these protests Mm -hmm. that were in New Orleans. And I was like, I don't want you to go. (laughs) And it wasn't because I wanted to silence you Mm -hmm. or censor you or keep you from from doing what you want to do outside of your uniform. It was because there were extremists out there. Mm -hmm. There were that were you know challenging the police right. and the police were having to react and it was just scary it was yeah. and it was it was just a really difficult time to see our nation going back and forth mm-hmm. you yeah. know and they're saying police brutality and and they're saying well we're just reacting to right. what you're doing and it was so crazy and as a military member and how did you feel like in that time where you wanted to be there and then you were like, I was like, please don't go. Right. I didn't end up going. Um, yeah. Mainly because I had like my niece and nephew were at the house. So I was like, well, I'll just stay home. <laughs> you know, um, I did want to go only because I wanted, you know, I'm just one person, but it's still like my voice still could be heard. You know, right. it was more of the principle. Yeah. Um, but I did think about, okay, I am in the military. You know, I am a black female, you know, and it, it was, it was scary because I'm like, I could go out here and something seriously could happen to me. And just because I'm marching for a voice, you know, um, it's hard. It's like a, you know, it's an internal battle, 
to right. be honest. Can you think about like back, like back in the day, like Rosa Parks, where she was like, "Nope, I'm not going to events." Right. Like, yeah. How hard was that? Right. That, that was like when it was normal yeah, for her to sit exactly. back. It was like a total against all of society, mm -hmm. and she, yeah, exactly. you know, but she wasn't in the military. <laughs> yeah, and I don't want to say that that is that that uh, holds me back because as you know like you said if you're not in uniform you're still you're still a human no you, you still, still have, have your rights your rights exactly right and i i think every human military or not has the right to protest peacefully protest right. that is our god-given right as americans exactly. and that's what our founding fathers made sure we had that right, right. but once you once you get violent then in the military that's where it stops Again. you know uh but you would definitely have the right if you think there's an injustice, you have the right to say something, mm -hmm. definitely. Which I did. I mean, I made signs and I passed yeah. them out. Yeah. So I was like, well, at least my signs are out there. Right, <laughs> so people right. still know. And even just and on like Facebook. You're a really good artist, too. So <laughs> I, was like, I, was like, I didn't know that. You're an art. You're artsy. I, some art. I drew the, uh, did you show them the, yeah, I, I, I drew the octopus. So yeah. for her. Oh, on the, on the, mm -hmm. on the sign? On the, oh, that's cool. That's um, good. Thanks. I need to, I actually started drawing more during COVID because I was like, I used to love doing this and I stopped doing it. Um, ready to hit the bars. I really instead. forgot what I was saying. So. <laughs> no, we were saying the signs. You drew the signs. Oh, yeah. And oh, I was going to say, even just on Facebook, you know, still, um, you know, saying what I had to say on Facebook, even though it might not be out there marching and showing face, mm -hmm. it was still a this is what I believe and this is right. what I'm going to tolerate. You know, I lost a bunch of Facebook friends, family. Over that? Over that. That's silly. People showed their true colors. Yeah. And I was like, well, I know it's social media. You're supposed right. to say your opinion and, you know, but I was just like, well, I just don't have to see it. Right. You know, um, you know I just, you know, I believe, like I said before, where I try to remain apolitical, which what you did wasn't political. It was a movement, right? Right. But I, I try to just remove myself. I have my opinions and I, I know I vote, but mm -hmm. I try to remain uh, centered. We're going to keep talking because uh, <laughs> sure Jamie's over there doing some uh, technical stuff. <laughs> the battery's running low on the computer. She's going to plug oh. it in real quick. But uh, no, I think uh, I think but, that really sh this this whole thing showed people's a lot of people's true colors. A lot. It did, which is kind of a positive. Yeah. Because you know, you never realized who you were serving with. Right. You never realized who, you know, certain family members you were like, even if it's family, you just don't need that type of negativity in your life then right. don't have it right you know so right. it showed you who yeah the true, people's true colors who they really were and i think that's a positive thing yeah and the <laughs> thing about my family about family is that they don't have to agree with you. they're still your family and they shouldn't they should support try to support you right even if they don't totally agree with you just because mm -hmm. they love you right mm -hmm. yeah and then we wanted to talk, kind of just touch on and you did touch on it a little bit but every voice matters yeah like, mm -hmm. and you know extremism the way to see and no pivot and i really appreciate what he said on both sides yes it is bad because right. there's extreme and, and it's so sad that we have sides right <laughs> It, I mean, it should be what military right? one team one fight yeah, yeah. like my dad yeah. used to say like separate we're weak together we're mm -hmm. strong you can't i mean this is a weak uh, defense this is a strong defense but we are sides so it's um you know every every person has a voice and every voice matters right. and 
It, unless you're <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Then your voice does not matter. <laughs> take, your, take you and your voice. Hit the road, right, Jack. Exactly. <laughs> we don't want to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but every voice matters. And we need to understand that instead of saying, well, you don't agree with, with me and I don't want to hear what you have to say. Right. Or for the simple fact that we have a chief who works with us. He is from Selma. Mm-hmm. Um, and just give the background about Selma. Yeah, so you can. <laughs> well, it, it, it was one of the main MLK marches yes. in Selma yeah. back in the '60s. Right. So it has a lot of lot of history with civil rights. Right. If you don't know, they, there's a movie. It's called. It it's a great in, movie. It, I actually watched. It came it. out in 2014. Great it's a movie. great movie. If you don't understand, just watch that movie. It was a good movie. I watched it. <laughs> Two thumbs up. It, because it's a it's one of those movies where you have to watch it to understand. I can sit here yeah. and explain it and just be like, oh, okay, it was a march, it was a movement. But when you watch it, it yeah. will, might bring tears to your eyes. It was deep. Just because that's what happened in real life. And it was like, man, like what, if that happened in today's, like mm-hmm. it'd be a civil war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would be crazy. But he he uh, was actually telling us what it was like growing up in. And probably what, the 80s? He was growing up in the 80s? Yeah, I think so, he was like 40. I don't know. It's seven, it's seven. <laughs> Maybe 70. He's younger than I am, guys. Come on. He might be. I don't even know. He's a good bit younger He's than He's balding, me. though. He's... <laughs> I would say he probably grew up in the 70s. Who are you talking You talking about? In South? No, he didn't grow up in the 70s or 80s. He probably grew up probably your age. <laughs> He's probably your age. Okay. Maybe possibly. Anyway. anyway. Damn. <laughs> I got you, bro, if you're watching. <laughs> no, he was talking about growing up there and, and, and the things that happened as he was growing up mm-hmm. as a young black boy in Selma, Alabama. And he was just like, you know, people used, as they were walking home from school, people used to let their dogs mm-hmm. loose on them and chase them. Or uh, what was the other thing he said as they were walking home, or, you know, he would yeah he would avoid he wouldn't know you know if he was if he walked into a a store or something and there was a certain you know a a white man in there he didn't know if he should run or if he was going to have to fight or if he was going to have to protect himself you know like that's how his life was growing up that's how it was until he joined the navy Right. And that was only, like she said, well, we don't know the exact days, but it had to be in the 70s. He's so been in only... less than me. <laughs> we'll put that right now. Okay, so, so he's been in less than 20 years. So... <laughs> yeah, because I think he said he has two years left. Okay, see? <laughs> but Regardless, uh, it's like, it shouldn't have happened in that time frame. This wasn't that long ago. It wasn't that long ago. And, and, and like, some, of, some of us still think, like, oh, that was just back in the day. Right. No, back in the day was back in the day. 30, 40 years ago. Yeah. You know, that's, it's crazy to even think about. And, yeah. and still some areas it's like that. No, it's very much alive. And uh, I know Selma, I've never been there. I'm, not, I'm assuming it's not a very big town. Uh, so it's small town America, you know, uh, I grew up in central Louisiana, very small town, probably about the size of this neighborhood. <laughs> people Lord. wise, people wise, right, okay. bigger. Okay. <laughs> I think I had about fifteen hundred people. Okay. I graduated with thirty, so pretty small, right? <laughs> and I, I don't know how it was before me, but uh, for me, it seemed like everybody got along pretty good. I played basketball, you know. I played, you know, I played in sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, went a lot of uh, demographic. There was black and white, yeah. uh, but 
we always, when there was a couple, there's always had your stupid kid stuff mm -hmm. that go down every once in a while. But for the most part, I'm still friends with every one of the guys I graduated with, even some that graduated before me. Actually, we talk on Facebook sometimes right. and hit them up. Um, I guess maybe that's the the benefit of growing up in such a small, small mm -hmm. town mm -hmm. that you know everybody. Right. And everybody knew my family because my family had been there forever. Mm -hmm. And we all seem to get along. I never noticed, but I don't know everything, you know. I don't know how I don't know how it was to to another person, right? Exactly. Just to my through my eyes, yeah. but uh, I tell you, um, I felt I felt lucky to grow up where I grew up. But I'm not sure if everybody else feels that way, right? You know. Well, yeah. So it, it was a small town, but it was still very racially divided. Mm -hmm. And he was just telling us that that is his point of view when he walks into every situation, even today, oh, still. In 2021. Mm -hmm. It is how he grew up. It when is. he's not in uniform. Oh, he's not in uniform. When he said when he's in uniform, people will take it. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't bother him, which is the same, same thing that I deal with. Yeah. You know, if I go somewhere dressed how I dress, it's like, you know, they wouldn't even look twice. You know, when I'm in uniform, it's, oh, thank you for your service, shaking my hand. And I'm like, I just saw you the other day. <laughs> and you walked right by me, you know? Me, yeah. I'm going to tell y'all a story that with a white person, and it's not, uh, he's the, I know him, uh, and he was out of uniform one time. So he's tatted up pretty well, right? <laughs> he he walks out of Walmart and they and he had the receipt. They still want to search all his bags, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Same guy walks in uniform. He he's not even in a bag. Not even <laughs> he's carrying it. Oh, have a good day, sir. Right. So it happens. Right. It does happen uh, off and on. But then that has to do with you know because stereotype. When you talk it's about stereotype. extremism, yeah. it's not just because you're black or because you're white, you right. know, it's because you're male, it's because you're female, it's because right. you're, you're religious up. preference, Straight. you know? Yeah, right. exactly, exactly, yeah. you know? And I, I yeah. get the same thing. People, they see me and tatted they up, assume, yeah. you know, she's black, she's dreads, she's tatted up, she's- She's automatically a thief. Right, she's a thief, she's yeah. a thug, yeah. whatever, right. grew up in right. the hood. No, I did not, any of those things, you know? <laughs> right. I'm just a person that likes tattoos, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. So. And you happen to be in, in an organization that doesn't have a doesn't have yeah, a problem with they don't with, care they, don't exactly. <laughs> they encourage it. Yeah, right. tattoos, you know? I have no tattoos. Yeah, I don't like needles. It, it, it all, <laughs> somehow, somewhere, we all got to the point where we judge people on the color of their skin, if they got tattoos, if they wear, if they dress a certain way, right. if they talk a certain way. Because let's say you just grew up in, you know, I don't know, the, Louisiana. That's where it starts. It starts with how you raise your kids. Because mm -hmm. when your kids are going to grow up like that, right. they're going to have kids and that's all they know. So they're going to teach their kids that. And then mm -hmm. it's just a never ending cycle. Mm -hmm. You know, it has to be broken somewhere. Yep. It has to. It needs to be broken. It starts with, it starts with this generation. Mm -hmm. We got to yeah. be the ones. Especially yeah. with everything that's happened in the last year or last year. Yeah, a year. Know. But the last two years, three yeah. years, it's been a lot of stuff has happened that hasn't. Like I said, oh, I forgot who I was talking to, but racism has always been here. It hasn't yeah. disappeared, mm -hmm. you know, but I feel like it's more, people are more bold now. 
because yeah. we have not leadership, but it's like there's no repercussions, I guess yeah. you could say. Yeah. So they're a lot more bold with it. And it was just and like, I think that kind of stemmed from social media oh, because keyboard first, warriors. everybody was yeah. a keyboard warrior. Exactly. Right? <laughs> oh, F you. And, and yeah. they're typing in their house. And now that they've got this weird confidence of being online mm -hmm. that way, they come out and they are just who they are. Exactly. And, and people are a lot more comfortable with telling you to your face, you know, um, these things that they used to just keep right. in their head. Like, you know, back in the day, we used to say, oh, if you don't have nothing to say, don't say, don't say it at all. all. Right. Yeah. And that's how we lived our lives. Mm -hmm. And then social media or the Internet came on. And it said, say exactly what's on your mind. Say and what's on your mind. <laughs> yeah. Who cares how you make yeah. somebody yeah. feel? Right. And then, then you could comment and you could like and you could put the thumbs down or right. the, the mad face or mm -hmm. whatever. And then we got so confident that we could say it to anybody's Anybody. face. Yep. And now it's all come. It's, it's like a big explosion of everyone saying how they feel and the only way like you said that we can eliminate this is to start teaching our kids mm -hmm. because those that have gone before us and, and it's too late for them because <laughs> they, <laughs> they're already stuck in their ways like they're, yeah. they, it's hard to change people, people who have already if they've been like that their entire life right they're not more than likely they're not going to change you know and i'll say you know my um my grandfather he is stuck in his ways. You know, it's been, my older brother's 28. You know, his first grandchild was my old, well, my cousins. They're half Mexican, half white. Right. You know, me and my brothers are half black and half white. Never accepted us. Completely against it. Didn't want my mom to have us because he was like, you know, how he was raised. Right. It's supposed to be whites only, to be honest, right. you know. Um, he didn't want us to have his last name because he didn't want his last name to turn into a black name. Mm. And I found out all of this information within the last year. Oh, so this is still new. I'm about to be 27 years old. So you're old. still digesting this. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Completely. <laughs> right. um, it actually came about with the, the Black Lives Matter movements yeah. and stuff like that. You know, I post on Facebook about how I feel. And he would comment on it. And some of the stuff that he said, I'm like, do you know that you're you know, responding to your granddaughter, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I How old's your grandpa? He has to be late 70s. He's, you know, he's on Facebook. I'm impressed. Yeah, he's on Facebook. He, he posts often. <laughs> 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 you know, I don't, well, I don't know anymore. I, yeah. I, we're not friends on oh, Facebook. Oh, you, you deleted him? Yeah, well, he deleted his Facebook because, you know, he, re after that, it was a long conversation, you know, <laughs> commenting back and forth. He reached out to, you know, my mom. He was yeah. like, I'm just going to delete my Facebook because I don't, you know, I love you guys and I don't want to start anything. Right. Um, I guess he added it back, but didn't add me. He added everybody else. Which <laughs> <No. laughs> <All laughs> is fine because, you know, I'm the only one with an opinion and I'm not afraid to speak back, you know? Yeah. And I respect my elders until right. there's a line though. There's right. always a line. Um, right. And I was too young to ever say anything because I would notice certain things growing up, mm -hmm. but I was a child. So yeah. I stayed in my place, you know, yeah. I'm a grown woman now. So now I'm going to be like, if you say something, you know, I'm going to say something back. Well, you're <laughs> you're a know? grown woman, you know, we're, uh, defending your country. Right. You got your on your own two feet. Never asked nobody for nothing. Exactly. You have, you have, you have the right <laughs> exactly. to defend your. Right. And that's like we were saying um, earlier, you know, even some family, like I said, family show their true colors. And yeah. I'm at a point in my life where I just don't, if I don't need it to the left. Go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. Right. So. It's hard to cut out the 
our family. But it is. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And their children and so on and so forth. So at some point we have to stop sharing the hate down the line mm-hmm. and, and somebody has to stop it and it has to be us. Otherwise we'll continue to, right. to have these things, you know, and, and it has to stop with us and then our children have to learn right mm-hmm. and then we just have to eliminate it that way. Right. Yeah. yeah um, uh, I just, I just think it can, it can get better and it's not going to be everybody at once, little groups at a time. If you, you know, sit down and have a conversation. Yeah. And I as think that's as, the best way to do it. As far as the Navy goes, just if you are wondering how you're going to address this with your sailors, <laughs> I mean, just, just be honest, be open, address the elephant in the room. Just say it. Yes. And just say it. Right. And if somebody's passionate and says something, just let them say it. Right. You know, it should be open for, don't yeah. worry about repercussions because that worrying about repercussions is what makes us quiet. Yes. That makes us yes. not want to bring it up because we're like, well, right. if we say this, if we say how we truly feel and they don't agree, we're yeah. going to get written up or we're going to get treated differently from that point on. And no, nobody wants that. Right. You know, right. so. Yeah. You got to have an open, honest conversation mm-hmm. about it. Like, like the lady said, open, uh, bring up the elephant. Yeah. And, you know, as um, I guess that's a good ending point for yeah. us is just to bring up the elephant in our last like right. tip of the day or whatever it is. Hopefully, uh, just by us coming on live, it gives you the opportunity out there to start having these conversations and start doing this in your offices. And it doesn't have to be like this whole sit down, stand right. down thing. Like, <laughs> right. Just do it with the people you work with. Mm-hmm. And, and you don't need anything formal. Mm-mm. And we don't no, need the command, the commanding officer to come in and say, let's do this stand down. Right. You know, no. it, it can just be you and your, your peers. Yeah. Just, just talk it out. Bring yeah. it up, mm-hmm. you know. And the more we talk about it, the more the darkness comes to light. Exactly. And we can get it out there and we can fight and we can say whatever we want. But at the end of the day, yeah. we all got to come into work the next day. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We still have to put back. the uniform yes, on and yeah, go yeah, in, you know. <laughs> And yeah. so. the Navy's going to be fine. I think the Navy's going to overcome this. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been overcoming stuff and crap for 245 years. It's right. no different. They're going to they're going to get better for it. Uh, Tall faith in uh, in the Navy and its leadership. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. So if you would like to get a hold of us, if you've got some uh, topics or something that you want to say, you can get a hold of us at e14podcast at gmail um, You can direct message us. You can. Um, Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. They're like 20. We've got <laughs> right. 20 different platforms. So right. if, if you Choose can't one. find us, just Google it. It's right. your own damn fault. Right. <laughs> and so this is the, the uh, Sailor's Voice Live for the week. And, and next week we'll be on the hunt for those sailors out buying their groceries and giving their dog a bath. Yep. We'll find them and ask them the leadership questions. But we wanted to give uh, this topic. Let's do it's, it's, yeah, due time it's due time and uh, really sit down and discuss it. So, and I'm a, I'm a tweeter now, so you can find us on Twitter. <laughs> He's in charge of the <laughs> I can do it. I've yeah. been hashtagging the hell out of shit. <laughs> uh, just follow us if you want to laugh. <laughs> he misspells everything. But anyway, thank you so much, Ralph. Yeah, yeah, thanks so much. It was awesome. Live.
I know you were nervous about it. I was. <laughs> but it was it was it was good. You guys are very good at um just engaging in the conversation. Making you feel comfortable yeah, and wanted. Comfortable. How you like the studio? It's amazing. Awesome. Thank you. It really is. Designed it myself. Did you? I didn't know. So she you did. tweet and design. She designed. Yeah, I, just, no, I just tweet. <laughs> you just jump on, you got your drink and you just start talking. I got yeah, you. I, got he you. Does it all. I just tweet. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and end it. All right. <laughs> Where it gets weird. <laughs> All right. Listen to us, find us, Google us, and uh, as always, we wish you fair winds. And following seas. <laughs>